What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Where the Bear podcast, brought to you by the Evans Law Group. New school year getting rolling, so a new fresh batch of Where the Bear podcast. As always, you can subscribe on our iTunes page. Click subscribe. The latest episodes will go right to your phone. And if you're a Droid user uh, as well, you can catch us on the SoundCloud page. Also, Men's Soccer Edition, head coach Eric Pogue. And coach... The new season for you guys, we have a laundry list of, of stuff that, that we have to get to. We may be here for hours here today, Coach. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing good, man. How are you doing? I'm good, man. Just, uh, you know, doing the stuff and talk, uh, getting talk ready. Talk about me being busy, man. You're, I think you're doing every sport in America right now, man. <laughs> yeah, it, it was uh, it was interesting getting to call uh, Carly Lloyd's match for Yahoo Sports the other night. She came through with the brace. I mean, it was some high-level stuff. Yeah, and she's going to kick field goals now right so <laughs> absolutely we'll monitor that as it goes on but you guys as well uh the the exhibition season has come and gone we're ready to to get things kicked off for real and, and i guess uh, docket number one on this long list of stuff that we have to get to give me the the thirty thousand foot view as you guys get ready to touch down and, and get the season rolling Where, where's the program sitting right now yeah i mean it's great um i kind of said to the group and the staff you know i think uh Obviously, the uh, preseason for men's and women's soccer is just, you know, it's really challenging. Uh, challenging is a great word. You know, it's, uh, you know, especially uh, brand new staff, uh, 15 returning players, 11 new players, uh, and trying to mesh all that together, um, you know, uh, in a very, very short period of time is, uh, is you know, is it challenging is the perfect word. And, uh you know, it's it's hard. I feel for for our players because it's a lot of information. And as coaches, obviously, you know, we want them down on the field. And but there kind of comes a. I think we're gonna be learning on the fly a little bit as we go, and and try not to paralysis by analysis too much and chop and change here and there. Um, but uh, you know, I, I think it's been our our best preseason that we've had in quite some time here in terms of you know what we were looking to accomplish and where we're at um you know heading into our first regular season contest a uh, couple good uh preseason games uh, to challenge us in two different types of way you got a, a butler team that uh very experienced very open gonna press you high um you know it's gonna be very open and possession oriented uh, how do we deal with that and then, you know, turn around and, and play a Saginaw Valley team that is going to pack it in on you, sit deep, and you're going to have to figure out a way how when you dominate the ball, um, how you're going to break a team down. Um, so two different challenges. Uh, to be honest, you know, I told you a few minutes ago, you know, there's no better, there's no better um, you know, practice session than a game. Um, because you can practice all you want, but the game kind of shows the most. T tells the truth. Tells the truth. So uh, it's been great so far. Um, very, very happy with where we're at, and um, I think we got to take it one day at a time, one game at a time. And I know that's coach cliche or, or whatever, but I don't bring you here for that, coach. Yeah. I need hard hitting. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'll leave that to Coach Campy. You know. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, no, I just for us. I mean, I think there's so much information that if we overload them with stuff it's like i always tell our keepers or, or play like you got to train hard so in the game you're not thinking you're just reacting and if we're giving them too much information and we're not putting them in a position to be successful then um i think we take it one game at a time and we kind of learn some things each game 
and uh, tweak a little bit as we go um, because the reality is we, we just don't have enough training sessions when you play basically Saturday and either Tuesday, Wednesday, and then another Saturday. So you're playing three games in eight days and probably with some, some uh, travel in there. So, uh, you know, video is going to be really important and, and just trying to keep guys healthy. You're listening to the Weather Bear Podcast brought to you by the Evans Law Group. My name is Neil Rule here with men's soccer coach Eric Pogue. And, Coach, you guys will be on the road for your first four matches of the season as well. And, and you were talking about personnel. Also, you guys have named your team captains. And I'm always interested in this dynamic. What what goes into that decision? How, how do you guys arrive at who the team captains will be? Yeah, well, you know, leadership in this new generation, uh, you know, young people, I think is uh, is a I think something as coaches that like we're always trying to figure out the Rubik's cube, you know, of how that works, you know, especially in this day and age with social media and, uh, you know, kind of avoiding in true leadership skills, um, a lot of the time, but, uh, we've done it a lot of different ways. I think this year was, was unique in, in that we, um, we kind of uh, figured out some trademark behaviors that we want our program to stand for all the time. And then what we had the players do is basically we went through each of those and, and kind of agreed upon those. And then we had each of the players evaluate each every single person on the spectrum of where they see each of those people, you know, one to ten fit in those categories you know so if one of our trademark behaviors is uh you know team first and being selfless like where does this person where does this person one through 26 including yourself you know where do you fit on that scale you know next one uh we want to be uh hard working you know which i kind of say you know what you do in the dark shines in the light you know type of thing so um you know it's, it's easy to say and it's different to do you know so where does each person fit in there and we want to be ambitious you know and and what does all that mean and then so we kind of combined compi compiled all that and and I think it was a good tool because you know the cream kind of right rose to the top and um you know it became really evident that um you know, Spencer Nolfel, who's a, a senior, will be returning as our, one of our team captains and then being joined this year with him will be uh, senior Elliot Bentley, um, who um, transferred to us a couple of years ago from Hartwick uh, when they uh, lost their program. And then uh, Noah Jensen, who's an extremely talented center midfielder. So I think it'll be nice because, you know, we kind of had that all on Spencer last year and... I think one thing I learned is even as a leader myself, uh, you know, there's a lot of different ways you have to lead and not all of them are like who we are as people. So if you have to do all of them, then sometimes it doesn't come off as being genuine and being authentic. So if you're not, if you're in a lead by example kind of a guy and you're also the one that has to do the, you know, the rah-rah, get the, rah, the team rah, yeah. and and it's not authentic, then that's difficult so I think what worked is a lot of those guys are a nice balance of you know different roles um, within leading the team in terms of you know and you know to be honest I think it was great for Spencer last year to kind of you know learn you know the you know what went well what didn't go well and kind of you know 
be able to to be an even better leader this year um, than he was last year and you know kind of same as me we're always trying to improve and be you know be better uh, leaders to the to the people that are with us so that part's been great and I think those three will do a great job of uh, of kind of leading our program and uh, you know kind of being a, a team you know a, a team driven team instead of a coach driven team well speaking of coaches that's a, that's a good segue you should look into this broadcasting oh, yes, world yes. possibly down the road but uh i'm spe- reading the sign you're holding up. yeah the cue card <laughs> sign yeah <laughs> uh, but speaking of coaches um you had uh, a large amount of turnover uh, in terms of your coaching staff this year but but some familiar faces uh, rejoining the program, and Andy Wagstaff, Demir Muftari as well, uh, Paul Doro yourself uh, there as, as as the holdovers. But you guys with Demir, with Andy, have been some to some of the highest highs of the game. And, and you look at what Demir did with the Flint City Bucks with Andy Wagstaff, and they mm-hmm. won a, a USL League Two national title. Uh, the dude's a winner. I mean, he, yeah. he just finds – ways to win he coaches winning teams I mean it, it's really coincidental every time he coaches the team seems team to win yeah. yeah it's really weird I don't know how that works but coach for you to to have not just that familiarity but these are high level guys man I mean don't don't believe me because they're friends of mine so no. I might I might be a little biased but I go by this thing called the resume and their resume is as good as anyone's yeah well it's a combination of that um you know you you know first and foremost you know there are two of my closest friends you know and uh that part's important and what goes along with that is they're both fantastic unbelievable coaches you know and there's a great kind of synergy um amongst all of us and then throw in paul who you know same just joins right into that and then we got tomas as our grad assistant who's you know just kind of doing all the legwork and and soaking it all in and and we got hamid barry kind of back helping us out um as well so it's been really great. Uh, I mean, Andy and Demir, no matter where they've gone, they've been successful. I mean, and then they've been successful together. Um, and this summer was, you know, one of the best coaching jobs I've seen, you know, from uh, the two of them. And and I rely heavily on those guys. And, you know, what allows me to do is kind of, you know, look at the big picture and let them focus on the things that they do best and, and not worry about all those other things that, and let them really hone in on, 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 you know, what's their expertise. And that allows me to kind of hone in on my expertise, obviously with goalkeeping and defending and with, with, with Doro. And, um, so that part, the synergy has been great. The ideas have been great, you know, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm excited for the program. Um, cause as you just said, at the end of the day, no matter where, Demir's been no matter where Andy's been they've always been successful and not just sort of successful always (laughs) always successful and so I got no problem surrounding myself with people that are you know better at what they do than you than you are in terms of like some of their individual crafts of the the coaching profession you know because at the end of the day I told the group you know I manage the team you know Andy and these guys they coach the team you know it's just kind of the way college athletics works because you know you could say oh well Pep Guardiola he's he's in the middle of everything well yeah he's not worried about uh, if this guy's passing a class and this guy's doing this and this guy's um, are we meeting our budget you know is our expense reported and is our care logs correct are we meeting with donors are we doing 
you know, recruiting and all those kinds of things. So their focus can be completely tunnel visioned into, you know, the ultimate product on the field. And that's what I really tried to do with my staff is take between me and Tomas, you know, me big picture and Tomas and Hamid kind of smaller picture. We can take all that off the plate and allow guys that are great at what they do to just be singularly focused on, you know, the product on the field and all those things. And, and ultimately we'll all be successful at what, you know, what we're looking to accomplish, which is, you know, get back to that horizon league title game and get back to the NCAA tournament and not be content once we get there. And that's, you know, the legacy that, that we want to continue to lead. And it's certainly something that those guys were, were an intimate part of in the, in the past. And, Mm -hmm. you know, as you go back to it too, I mean, I just, I just keep, I feel like not enough people recognize what these two guys in particular bring to the table. And again, I go, I'm biased. I'm yeah, a big Andy yeah. Wagstaff no, guy, as you no, know. It's almost I unhealthy. Know. I know. But you, <laughs> it's almost unhealthy. Your man crushes on each other's uh, is, is pretty epic. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, and uh, I'm a big Demir guy yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah. But but again, you look at at what they did with the Flint City Bucks. I mean, not only did they not only did they win a, a national title in USL League Two, but they they galvanized it. You know, maybe I don't want to. It's not over speaking it because yeah. I was there. They yeah. galvanized the city. There were seven thousand people. I talked to people in the streets that said, "I'm here to support the team because people just leave Flint. Nobody ever comes here. They didn't know anything about yeah, soccer. Yeah. They were at the national I mean, championship. Didn't know anything about it. I mean, to be quite honest, I mean, I don't think you know. I'm sure when uh, Costa and and Dan kind of and Gary dreamt this up, you know, I don't know that they couldn't even have dreamt. They couldn't, there's no way. I mean, right. Um, you know, I was a part of the mid Michigan bucks when we were in Saginaw and we were playing on a white pine middle school soccer field, uh, (laughs) you know, against the Miami fusion and Tampa Bay mutiny and Valderrama and uh, Jeff Kassar. And, you know, I mean, when I heard they're going to Flint, I, I mean, I never envisioned you know, I thought it would be better um, just than the an indoor kind of facility because that was tried and tested. And, you know, although the product on the field was good, the, the support wasn't there. Um, but obviously Flint's yearning for it and right. supported it. And I was blown away by it, you know, because it, it just gained momentum, you know. Um, I mean, it started off good, but, you know, when you're playing DCFC, that's what it's going to do. I mean... That's a great, uh, uh, you know, that's a great program and organization to kind of learn from. Sure. And I think, you know, I'm sure Dan and Costa and those guys and Gary and those guys would all say, like, to kind of learn that you got to go to a community and you got to turn it in to a place that wants a team and is is yearning to support a team. And, um, yeah, and then I think you put, you know, guys like Andy and Demir with those guys. They're great coaches. And to be honest, it wasn't a team filled with superstars. No, I mean, it, it, if you go on paper, it wasn't a vintage Bucks team with with a with a number three overall MLS yeah, draft yeah. pick and a number ten overall draft. Pick. Yeah, I mean, I think you know we'll see this year, but you know, you know, I know uh, Giuseppe Barone. I mean, I'm sure he'll be a, but I don't think there's a lot of those guys with a ton of MLS draft picks out there, right. and um, I think they kind of reinvented themselves and, and you know, kind of 
figured it out as they figured went along. out the depth of their team and and i think that's kind of what we'll be as a team as sure. well because you know um you know we don't have a lot of like name guys you know a lot of those guys are are gone now you know and uh and that's fine, you know, we'll be, and that's why we got to be selfless. That's why we got to be hardworking. That's why we got to be ambitious and, and understand that, you know, we might not have a guy that scores 10, 11, thir- you know, close to third team All-American, you know, all-region type person, but we're going to get goals from this guy, goals from this guy, goals from that guy, you know. And, be, and you have the type of staff that can figure that out on, yeah, on the fly Yeah, as and well. I think right now it's just tinkering with that right now because, you know there's there's the depth there is good the talent there is good just some of it's young and experience and i would say today like in training i turn it to the biggest issue is just consistency you know one day one day in training this group would be great and then you know maybe the next day not so much and some of that is information overload some of that is inexperience some of that is just them being 18 years old sure and i think uh we just as a staff just got to kind of understand that this is going to be a process with the talented group and that it might not happen overnight. Um, but each game we can progressively get better. Um, I think this group has the potential to be the same type of teams that, that we've had in some of our, our great years that we've been here. If, if, if we all, you know, work hard towards that end goal. You're listening to the Wear the Bear podcast brought to you by Cameron Evans and the good folks over at the Evans Law Group certainly do appreciate their support. You can subscribe on iTunes. Just click subscribe. You have nothing else to do. The episodes will pop up on your phone. It's so easy. Even I can figure it out. My name is Neil Rule here with Eric Pogue, the men's soccer coach and coach. As we wrap this up, uh, the last bit of news I wanted to get with uh, as far as your squad is concerned, the, the Horizon League preseason poll. And it's always it's always funny to me because we'll talk about this now today, and it will never be brought up again un- until like the end yeah. of the season. But uh, hey, you know, you guys were picked fourth in the preseason. I believe your quote was, and, and it was an interesting quote that that I read in the story where you said, "Look, I mean, Wright State, UIC have, have been the class of this league for a long time, and I mean, you're not going to 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 go against that based on resumes. But a, as you look at that, you know what." And if you want to give me the coach speak, that's fine. You can give me the no. coach speak. But what, what's your what's your? Uh, no, I mean, what, I, I mean, listen, we vote for it, you know. And is UIC, Wright State, and then I picked us third, you know. Like, you know, I think we have the potential to be there, but right now it's all on paper, you know. I mean, I know the the polls are great and everything gets exposure and, uh, um, you know, all those things. But I think it's all kind of based on the past and what you think's coming back or what you remember and sure i don't know how much you know other coaches put into the thought process behind who um you know who's where and and what but you know i mean listen uic and Wright state over the last you know three years you know have been the top two teams in green base it snuck in there and and i think the the part for me is you know let let's see what goes on on november 17th you know like uh who's left standing yeah because i said it in a thing and it, it is cliche but our league i mean honestly like it the crazy anybody can be anybody home or away i mean it just kind of the dynamics of of you know the the parody and and 
in men's soccer in general and then i think the parity in the horizon league it, you know a lot of it's momentum who starts out out of the gate with a win and then builds that momentum you know who like we all think is going to be great and then they drop a game that they're not supposed to and maybe they can't you know they can't battle back you know who learns from that early loss and goes on a run um who gets a bounce and gets a point out of yeah, something they should have got a point out of like You're things right. you can't control and so um yeah i mean there's not one game where i'm looking and i'm being oh that's a w you know like for sure like you know we don't have you know apologize if you're listening but centenary college and you know we don't got you know that game where you're pretty much like uh we got that one we this got will get that us one right. yeah. yeah i mean every game no matter who you're gonna play in our league can can be you know if you don't take them seriously then you know and and that's kind of the 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 good and the bad you know is that you really you got to start out of the gates fast because you know it 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 can get away from you fast and you don't want to put yourself like we have in the past couple of years with our backs up against the wall heading into the final i mean inevitably every year we say you know the goal is not for that last game not to have that much implication sure. and inevitably it's like live or die like you could come in second place or you're out of the tournament <laughs> like in one i mean there was a that scenario a couple of years ago where it was like sure. literally like one team could have came in second and they lost and they were out yeah. you know they went from second to seventh you know and and um yeah i mean it's just you blink your eyes and the season's over you know we're trying to jam you know 18 games in in basically six well, six weeks by so, halloween more or less yeah it's it's just uh so Depth we, we we've had that podcast before. Yeah, depth, if, you, if, if you if you if, if you're you looking it, yeah. if, if you're looking for coaches uh, thoughts on scheduling in, in NCAA soccer, you can go back on the Where the Bear uh, yeah, podcast yeah. page. So that, find the men's soccer and uh, fire away. Um, I, yeah, I just think kind of so these first couple weekends for me, I always like to schedule uh, first couple weekends. Like sometimes it's nice to get away. Like we haven't had any. Um, our, both our exhibitions were home and and that part's nice because if you're out traveling and i thought this year in particular we needed to be home during preseason because i mean you can waste days just traveling and sure and for me it, we needed to stay put and and learn you know that part was important but then i also thought going on the road playing two games was important you know as well because that's some team bonding time some team chemistry time that um we've mainly just been spending on the field i mean we haven't been out like foaling and free you know playing paintball and and <laughs> right. uh you know going to the cl- beach cl- climbing uh you know climbing ropes courses and stuff you know like it's just we got too much to learn right now you know and so it's either rest video meeting practice you or know, information repeat yeah. repeat you know and uh but this part will be important because there is that dynamic and when you go on the way away for you know while school's not in there's no better time to kind of go away and and spend some time together and go to a cool city like pittsburgh for you know three four days and then you know i I don't know if you call a cool city peoria and macomb that's a little different dynamic but uh you know uh definitely spend some quality time together so uh 
the uh, the uh, McC- the Macomb uh, Illinois Board of Tourism. That's Eric Pogue making those comments. Yes, yes. They do yes. not necessarily reflect the views of of Neil Rule. No, I've been to Macomb. No, I do. I do. <laughs> and I love Coach Johnson and. Uh, they're two great games, you know, right. and uh, but for me, going away those first couple weekends, I think is good too because we can get to know the chance to get to know the guys more. Cause it's literally just been on the field and then go eat and sleep, you know, like come back, like so. That time on the bus, that time going out to eat together, that time, um, that part will be invaluable as well. Cause you know, it's probably one area we haven't really spend as much time as we like more focused on kind of information right now and and we're getting we're getting excited to hit the road in the morning so after training all right coach we'll certainly appreciate the time as always we'll get back with you when you guys get back into town we'll take a look at where you're at where you're going and uh what's next so again uh, thank you for carving out this time for men's soccer coach eric pogue my name is neil rule this has been the wear the bear podcast brought to you by the evans law group thank you for listening everybody well see you later